Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Aileen. I'm Jordana. And I'm Sammy. And today, the three of us are all recording from New York City. We have so much to cover today. But um, first, how are you? Want to catch up? How was everyone's fourths? We didn't see each other. I know. It was good. How's your... <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> Kim, would you like to expand? <laughs> I was with Rusty's family and my nieces and... It was a nice time hanging. Nice and family fourth. And went to bed. <laughs> okay. We're not going to get much out of Aileen's story. <laughs> All so, right. <laughs> Sammy, how was yours? Let's see. Avi and I went upstate to a tiny cabin. It was adorable. It was just a lovely time. Actually, it wasn't lovely when we had a whole argument on a Sunday night. That wasn't lovely. But other oh, than that, tell. it was really Do lovely. Tell. Pray no. tell. <laughs> oh, it started so dumb. It was like... We'll, we'll tell you who was okay. right. You yeah, yeah, go. <laughs> okay, okay. That's a good Relationship idea. court. Okay, yes. fine. Because honestly, like the topics today, we'll see. We'll see how interesting they actually become. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, this isn't a, a new dynamic. I've spoken to both of you about it that like Avi's like the doer. He moves us forward. He's like the schedule or the control of the what we're going to do what he's like he's keeping the alien of the marriage as one might <laughs> okay. say yeah well that's that i'll go there maybe this is what we talk about back for seconds alien um so yeah. did you marry alien like yeah i married the same dynamic oh, like God. no but really the same dynamic keeps repeating between like me and alien me and avi and then it's like my mom, mom and me, but I'm maybe them. it's you. I'm just kidding. No, Sorry, tell I'm the story. Tell the story. <laughs> no, so her yeah. role is reversed. Yeah. yeah. No, no I listened to back for a second. Sorry. So um, I have an idea of of what you're saying. Yeah. So which is great, by the way. You guys should all subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Jordana, you were saying this to me as we were taking off in LA, and I was like in the midst of just like I was. In a very, you're in a bad headspace. Bad headspace. Bad headspace. I was, I was yeah. thinking how you were did so great traveling in LA. <laughs> oh, I did until then. <laughs> I was oh. just, you know, yeah. thank you. I'm usually fine when I travel. I just like get like anxious oh. moments sometimes. Aileen, you're talking about ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was one time. It was. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Sorry, now I'm like, like really, I'm story. really fine when I travel. But I do occasionally get into like you know, angsty moods around, you know, just, it happens. Yeah. And what you and I were talking about at that point, you were saying how, like, my worst fear is to be controlled. And, yes. and like, Aileen, in this case's worst fear is to not have control. And that is sort of like the dynamic with Avi and I, where it's like, he's making sure that like, we're going on a schedule and where there's a, an order to the day. And we were having like shades of that argument I also think that, like, I'm really resistant right now because of sort of, and just to bring up, like, what's in my headspace, like, the bigger conversation around, like, Roe v. Wade has made me feel more sensitive to those feelings of control, especially, like, or in a marriage thereof. dynamic. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. I'm just feeling, like, edgy. I'm also, I was a day before my period. That's the other, that's another are you, piece. Wait, are you talking about the LA plane? No, no, no. Okay, no I'm now talking we're talking about, about the plane. Okay. I'm talking about the, no, I'm talking about the flight, the fight with Avi. I was also getting my period the next day. It came and I was like, oh, finally, like, I can stop being outraged. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the, the argument started. We like were making dinner at our little cabin. It was the second night. And usually I don't like being in the kitchen together because there's not enough space. And like, I, if I'm making dinner, like, just let me do it. And like, don't, don't like interfere. But the first night we had like made dinner, we had shared it, we had like, there was enough space that we could both partake in doing it. And it was so nice. Then the second night, we got back from we went to like the little resorts, like happy hour where they have like live music, and they give you like cotton candy and popcorn. And we just like went and sat there with the dogs for, you know, an hour or two. And then we came back lovely. and it was like, it was really lovely. And it was like <laughs> dinner time. But I was just sitting on like the couch outside. I wasn't like wanting to go get up at that moment and like make dinner. But Avi thought that it was dinner time. 
And he was like, you're going to just laugh when you like realize how stupid the thing that set it off was. He's like, can you come here? And he keeps like asking me, can you come, can you like come inside and like do something? And I'm like, and finally I'm like, okay, I'm coming. And he shows me a salad bowl with like the lettuce is already out and there's like packets of like salad dressing and like croutons. And He's prepped for you. He's sous chef Yes. But then he's like, can you, he hands me like these tomatoes. He's like, can you just cut these and put these in the salad? And I'm like, you seriously called me here to <laughs> cut these five tomatoes and open these packets. And I just got like so mad. I was like, you see me sitting here just enjoying my time. Why did you need to involve me in like this? Why didn't you just think she's sitting there? She's calm. She doesn't feel like getting up. Why don't I just cut these five tomatoes myself? (laughs) And that became, why are you bossing me around? And then both of us just escalate because we are escalators in that way. (laughs) And that was... Is um, Avi an escalator? I I imagine him to be a de-escalator. He sounds like someone I would call in to like de-escalate a situation. He's a rational de-escalator, but he has snap reactions in in like the first moment, which like leads to a peak. And then like minutes later, he's able to de-escalate and be rational. But it was just like one of those fights that like you can't get to a resolution and you keep just like talking past each other. And we literally didn't even end up having dinner because we just kept like fighting going. Not even fighting, table it. We did. We tabled it and then it was fine in the morning. (laughs) And well, we talked through it in the morning and then it was like fine. What did you guys talk through? What did you say? Because he was like, your reaction when I asked you to cut the tomatoes was ridiculous. And I'm like, it's not just about the tomatoes, you know. It's, about, <laughs> it's not it's about, about the tomatoes. Yeah. He understood. He's like, I should probably be more thoughtful around how you feel that I'm like camp counseling you into being part of things or like, you know, assigning a role or whatever. But I do see his point. Like, I could be more helpful. I 100% could be more helpful or like more proactive. And I was trying, to, and this is where it's like very similar to work where I tried to explain to him, I'm like, my brain does not think proactively. Like if we're packing, I can't just like come up with the things that need to be done. I can't just like generate those tasks in my head if you're the one running the plan. Like I don't know what, I, my, brain, my brain doesn't work that way. My brain can create. So if you give me a task, I Isn't can like- what he did? No, yeah, he told you to cut the tomatoes. No, that's, no, I don't need it. No, like I mean, like if if he says make dinner, like dinner's on you. Okay, today. I can make like a great dinner. You want the whole? You want control of the entire task? I not want a part whole of task, and I okay. want to know what the task is. Like I want to be assigned to owning a task, you know, and then I can like create it from start to finish. My mind can like create stuff, but it can't like proactively generate like steps to do. So. We kind of talked through that because he's the total opposite. And it was like, I don't know, it was just a, an interesting, I feel like that was a helpful way of understanding the way each other thinks. The right. like proactive versus creative mind. Yeah. No, I see that. I mean, do you wonder, I wonder if the asking to cut the tomatoes was more about him wanting to spend some quality time with you making dinner together rather oh, yes. than needing you to cut the tomatoes to alleviate work from him, right? That's another thing because we also talk about how like in his family, like there are five kids, everyone like makes dinner together. You know, we're all going to like prepare together. We're all going to do everything together. Leave it to Bieber. Literally. (laughs) Actually, no. Literally. (laughs) Supper time. They called it supper. I imagine them singing songs. That's so fun. I'm not going to embarrass them here, but there is a song. For supper time. The cooking sing- song? Supper Wait, that's time song. so fun. We'll do it. Okay. Now you see why at some point I wanted like five children and thought that could be fun. But like myself. <laughs> and But then I think about, okay, so like that's the norm for him. Like we collaborate on these things. In my house, it was like every man for themselves. So I'm really mm. good at like, if you say you need to make dinner, like I'll make a great, amazing dinner, you know? It's so you want like, you want whole you want almost bigger tasks, not smaller tasks. I want small, bigger tasks that belong to me, and I know what they are and when they're due. Right, like <laughs> plan this trip. Yes, exactly. You want deliverables, but yes. the due date, specific yeah. deliverables 
how do that you do I'm with capable feedback? of delivering what <laughs> What you said? I said, but how do you do with feedback? Oh, about I'm deliverable? <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm the, on the whole project. Exactly. <laughs> I do better in writing, frankly. Like if Avi would write the feedback <laughs> in a note. You guys need to pass a feedback journal. No, it's not. So you doing your kids' homework so that you could get the notes on it. <laughs> it's okay. It's just like stable and like calm verbal communication was not a tenet in my household. That was not something I ever observed. I think partially because I was like alone a lot and I'm very, you know, this creative ability allows me to like convey myself in writing in a way that's much more like rational and persuasive than I can in a dialogue. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see that. So you want to like make, you want to be in charge of the dinner and then he writes you a Yelp review <laughs> no. about how <laughs> the dinner was. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Yes. No, but like, right. <laughs> no, the dinner. It's funny not, like, because most people are like, I'd rather have it in person. So I get like the tone. Do you know what I mean? Like I would get the tone of the feedback rather than, because for me, if I were writing feedback, I feel like it would come off maybe like more cold or more harsh. But if I were saying it, I could like, you would hear the tone of my voice and you wouldn't think, you know what I mean? You wouldn't project whatever. That was another part of the conversation is that like, I really struggle to control my tone. Like, I don't mean to sound condescending. I truly don't. In my brain, I'm not thinking condescending, but like I come out just sounding so bitchy sometimes. And I hear that I'm sounding bitchy and I'm getting feedback that I'm sounding bitchy, but like (laughs) something about like the way my throat chakra is working. (laughs) Like I just, you know, I, I don't know, like I can soften what I'm saying in writing so much more than I can Mm -hmm. do it in my, like things just fly out of my mouth before I even like had the chance to. I So it's it's really more about the time for introspection between the the thinking and the writing rather than the actual. Are we still talking about Avi? Yeah. Well, well, I think, okay. I think I speak in extremes. (laughs) Talking about me? No, no, it could be anyone. (laughs) Elaine feels personally victimized by this, by this thing. Why? I'm confused. Does Avi give you feedback? Like yeah, about your, like tomatoes. No, not about like my dinners, <laughs> but like when we have conversations, like okay. you, you have an argument. Yeah. It's like sometimes I feel that you speak to me X way. Right. Okay. I think when I speak, I tend to speak in extremes. And I think that's because in my family, like nothing was responded to unless it was like so extreme. But when I write, I'm able to like modulate what I mean and like edit to sound more reflective of my actual like thought. So it comes out much more measured and true to what I really feel Mm -hmm. rather than when I speak, I feel that like I'm always like 10% off from what I really mean in my head, like a little bit. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am, said mom, I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Well, I think it's good that you wait till the next day because I think you can see what you do in writing verbally. You just need the time to like have a little space from it and like organize your thoughts. But I think you can speak just probably just as well. Or you could write it out and then say it. Or you can send an email. I guess. (laughs) So many options. Right. (laughs) Yeah, no. I mean, we just, we didn't end up having any dinner. Um, Were you hungry? Were you you starving? Was I hungry? No, I was like hyped. It was also like late. It's not that we, here's the thing. We had just had some snacks at happy hour. That's why I wasn't in a rush 
right. to get the dinner going immediately. Right. Now there's, also just like, there's also, in like your defense, there's a way to approach like one Asking who's me relaxing. To like yeah. to like as a as a person who wants like from Avi's perspective, my perspective, like I want to <laughs> hang out with you and I want to do it together rather than like a like it's more of like a let's hang. I doubt it was like, oh, you're sitting and doing nothing, like come and do this. It was more like let's do this together or like we can hang together and do it. Like you're saying. Yeah, no, that is yeah, true. but you have That's to like find your you're on a trip. So like it's not like every day. It's like you're doing your thing. So it's the approach to like, Hey Sam, like, are you enjoying sitting there? Or like, I, w- or like saying like, I would like to spend some time <laughs> like with doing you. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would, no, but in a good way, yeah, like yeah. I would like to spend time together. Like you want to cook together now right. or maybe in 30 minutes, like give you a, right. a time. That's to what, do it. that's what we arrived. Like I said, I was like, could you be like, why don't you tell me what time we're eating or do you ask me if I want to eat right now or yeah, immediately? Yeah, yeah. No, that's so true. That's the other thing is that like he's able to be the energizer bunny and keep going and like everything. And I need like transition moments between activities, you know? <laughs> right. Like you get back to the room, you don't just, unless you're in a rush, you don't just like go to the next whatever we're doing. Like we just kind of, you know, we need to sit for a minute and then we'll start making dinner. But he's like, we're making dinner. And he's like, I thought Maybe we understood hungry. we were making dinner. <laughs> we, sure. But we had just had delicious fried pickles and fried ravioli. It <laughs> mm, sounds pretty good. Yeah. So like, how hungry are we really? You know? Okay. So it wasn't so, about the tomatoes really though. It's not, it's about, not the about the tomatoes. tomatoes. <laughs> it's not about the tomatoes. Did we make the conversation spicy enough after he leaves exciting for the July weekend? <laughs> so was, I, yeah, no, I, I think that was spicy enough. I think we got we got into some things. And it also, I mean, mirrors our own dynamic. But fights are good in that way because, you know what I mean? I think that's why like fights or little good. fights like that are good because you learn more about the way someone communicates best and the best way to communicate to them. And like that's sort of the benefit of like a marriage or a long-term relationship rather than just like hopping from relationship to relationship or like, do you know what I mean? The, the benefits of long-term monogamy is that you have enough of those conversations and then you eventually like you learn so much about like the way that other person communicates and likes to be communicated with that. It's almost like it makes it better. You know what I mean? You have like, what do they call it when like in, in a job, when you have like the capital, human, in capital. The job, human capital in the job. Right. I feel like us being in essentially a three-way marriage for, you know, several years before being in an actual marriage helped me helped enhance my like human capital and ability to maintain a long-term relationship and like keep like a more long-term eye on like fighting and also Avi went to sleep after we didn't have dinner and I stayed awake like crying to myself and like reflecting on like why am I this way and like but it's it's, like yes it's like very painful but I was taking the advice from oversharing about how to actually feel your feelings like that it's not just watching your thoughts spiral through your head it's like feeling physical pains in your body or like going there emotionally. Mm-hmm. So I right. spent some time doing that. And, you know, you have the like fight hangover, but I felt after that, that it helped me, I don't know, reflect on like, okay, obviously I have this pattern of this type of dynamic. Clearly there is a trigger that is particular to me. And, you know, right. I think I can learn a lot from dealing with it. While you're saying that you learn a lot about each other in a relationship, this is why I like going to a, at least a good therapist because she's able to check me, like say, like give me a different perspective about what I'm doing rather than like, cause it feels very biased coming from like Rusty or you, or, you know, whatever, whoever mm-hmm. it is, you know, it's like, oh, but you know, maybe like this isn't the right way to be. <laughs> like you don't have to like harp on the way that you are. You can change. So like those, right. That's I think you can change not to sound like bridesmaids. Um, (laughs) I think you could definitely change, but like your inherent nature is a certain way and you can move, you can move along the spectrum to be more accommodating to that person or to do, I think certain acts like better, but inherently like you're going to have to think about it the whole time and you're never going to be like the opposite of the spectrum in that way. No, for sure. It's more so just like sort of being more enlightened version of yourself and like acting in accordance to like, that 
So if let's say if, if I'm too controlling, I've actually worked really hard on that. So thank you very much. I like there's certain times when like my therapist will be it will check me and be like, you know, is it reasonable for Rusty to want these certain things? And I'll be like, yeah. And then so like so play that in your head. And it's like helps, you know, those kinds of things like those like sort of twist, like turn, like a communication turn. Right. Right. Um, helps. In your situation, are you Avi and Rusty it's not is this me? Exactly or is it not equal, exactly? Because Rusty's not like you. Right. And I'm yeah, not no. like Avi. And right, Avi's no. not like Rusty. <laughs> right. No, no one's similar in the situation. The but just what you're saying about the controlling, because I've sort of had the opposite where I feel I've had the opposite thing where my therapist is like, is it reasonable that you are asking for this? And do you maybe think that like you could assert what you want without freaking out about it kind of. Mm -hmm. And like the way I'm feeling controlled is more in my head than it is real. I would agree with that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But not, not all the time, but everything is all really in our heads. Like not actually, but whatever. Anyway, so Jordana, how's your July 4th? My July 4th was good. I did like a a sampling of all July 4th type activities. I went to a baseball game. I went to Benihana. (laughs) Very July 4th. I went to some pool parties. I drank a lot of faux pas. It was, uh, you know, I did it all. I don't have any that interesting stories though, like Sammy's. Maybe next time. Sorry. Maybe next time. Oh, Avi got me the wrong ice cream flavor last night too. I meant to text you. It wasn't wrong. He was trying to be, he was trying to like switch it up. I was like, no. That's funny. Yeah. I have a funny story about the ice cream. We went on a date night on Thursday. We went to Lartuzzi. And then we went to this. We usually go to Ralph's, like if we're going to get like ice cream or ices or whatever. That's where my, ice, um, my wrong but ice we were like, is from. <laughs> we were like, we have some time. Like, let's wait on the long line for the like cool gelato place in the Upper East Side. Anita Gelato. I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah. There's like a 20 minute line outside. And we're always like. Eh, we don't need this. But we were like, let's try it. We have some time. And it went by actually pretty fast. And then we try it. We go in and we try it. And then I'm like, so what'd you think? And he's like, honestly, you know, like, I kind of feel like I prefer Ralph's because like, I just feel like the flavor choices are better. And I'm like, what did you want from this authentic Italian gelato place? Blue Hawaii? <laughs> did, you think, cake. did you think they would have that like, what did he what does he usually get at ross blue hawaii Are yeah, you, like whatever, whatever the tornado twister thing that you got that one time was okay, like, five time. i'm like this is a gelateria <laughs> have some respect the twister is really good if you want soft serve at ices like that's what you gotta do <laughs> but yeah no avi was like so usually i just like vanilla and i always just like vanilla but last night he was like i thought i would get you a swirl this time you could switch it up but the swirl was so overwhelmingly chocolate that i was like i didn't like a swirl it's too much chocolate for me i would prefer if there was more vanilla to the chocolate do you like surprises depends (laughs) surprise i got you the swirl i like a controlled surprise (laughs) i didn't ask him don't get me the swirl the most fun kind he was like i just thought i would surprise you with a a new flavor and he he was going to get it for me without me even asking. So it was like really supposed to be a surprise. And then he saw that I like wasn't finishing it. And he's like, you don't like it? I'm like, Aww. it's too much Aww. chocolate. He's like, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> like, it's you okay. Know, like, <laughs> I do feel like the older I get, the less I like surprises. Why? I'm like, I feel like I'm more like, I don't, I, that's not what I wanted. You need predictability in your yeah. old age. <laughs> I actually don't think I've ever been upset about a surprise. Maybe it's because I don't get enough of them. No one surprises me. With anything. Surprise. Surprise. (laughs) You guys going to throw me a 34th surprise birthday party? Oh, boy. You only turned 34 once. Yeah. I'm kidding. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, 
washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Should we talk about pop culture? So, again, not a huge news week, but apparently Forbes says that Rihanna is now the youngest self-made billionaire in the country at 34 years old. A title previously taken away from Kylie Jenner, I believe. Right? I don't get it. Is she younger than Kylie? Like, how, or is she? No, more- I think Kylie's just not self-made. So they removed that title from her? I think they're either taking it away from Kylie or the other thing is that there was a lot of speculation around the time that Kylie was named the youngest self-made billionaire that like they had sort of manipulated the the value of Kylie Cosmetics and Cody, I think, ended up really overpaying for it. So if anything, I think it might be that they're saying she doesn't actually have a billion dollars now. It's interesting. It says Forbes puts her self-made score. They score the self-madeness at a 10, which means she built her own company or established the fortune on her own. Kardashian, for comparison, is listed as a seven. The outlet says those who score a 10, quote, would need to have been born into poverty or lower middle class and faced adversity such as abuse, being left an orphan or forced to work low paying jobs. This is being decided by the Forbes family. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say Rihanna matches that a lot more than Kylie. Well, yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Wait, what score is Rihanna? Seven? She's a 10. Oh, she is a... Yeah, I mean, she's not even, like, from America. Like, it's... I would... Yeah. She's her, from Barbados, correct? Yeah. I think... Kylie, I would put it, like, a one. She's a seven, according to Forbes. Wait, Kylie is a self-made seven out of... Where Ten? a one is nepotism? I They're both suppose. Oh, Rihanna's 10. I, okay. Can I read these? These are fun. While she's the youngest billionaire on the list of self-made women, she's not the youngest person. That title belongs to 24-year-old Kylie Jenner, who is now worth $600 million. Other women under age 35 include 27-year-old Lucy Guo, founder of AI firm for scale AI, 32-year-old Bumble founder, seven, Whitney Wolf, $740 million, and Taylor Swift, 32-year-old Taylor Swift, $570 million. How is Kylie a seven? I don't get, what, what does it mean, younger and youngest? What does that mean? Like, how is, while she's the youngest billionaire, she's not the youngest person. Oh, because Kylie has $600 million, so she's not a billionaire. Anymore? I she guess. was never. They, and they re, they miscalculated it, I think, and she wasn't actually a How bill- billionaire. How are these people billionaires when their worth is less than a billion? Because I think they're saying people who are on this list, meaning like you're because I think your net value, your net worth can fluctuate because this money isn't really real. It's not well, really it's like sitting in anyone's account. It's because, right. because okay, it says Rihanna has a thirty percent stake in Savage versus Fenty, which raised a billion one at a billion dollar valuation. So the valuations could go down. Right, that's why I think it's like the list. What I want to know what self-made score they give Taylor Swift. I don't understand how Kylie is a seven. I think she should be a one or a two. Maybe, maybe a two because she did not literally just inherit her wealth. Okay, fine. Maybe like Prince William is a one. Yes, and Kylie Kylie is a two. Maybe here's the thing. 
We're Maybe. redoing your scale. Yeah, we're redoing what adversity scale. or poverty did was she born into? I'm very confused. How right? If Rihanna's a ten, how is Kylie a, at not at not at least a five? Kylie is less self made than she is family made. <laughs> She's yeah. wor- forced to work a low paying job. Justin Bieber's assistant. <laughs> Justin Bieber's a ten. I think I would put him at a ten too. Yeah, Selena. Selena also a ten. Not billionaires. But three. Okay, we're we're now talking about the we're now we're talking about the self-made <laughs> scale only, not the billionaireness. Sure, but Justin Bieber's probably a billionaire. He's probably has mul- hundreds of millions of dollars in, to be on this list. Let's just put the list at very rich people and we'll put the scale. Fine. I think we should replace Forbes as the people rank- ranking the uh self-madeness. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think we have a way stronger argument to make that we could evaluate self-madeness than this Forbes. scale is not real. Kylie is a yeah. seven. No, it how makes much no should sense. she pay to be a seven? <laughs> okay, Oprah Winfrey is a ten. Yes, okay, correct. agreed. Yes, yeah. a score of one on the other hand represents a member of the Forbes four hundred who has inherited a fortune and hasn't actively worked to increase it. Okay, so there's the difference is that they didn't like do anything. Like they didn't start their own company. They didn't do anything. Okay, so that belongs to Chrissy Walton. She's seventy one years old. She inherited a stake in Walmart when her husband John. Walton, the son of Walmart founder Sam Walton, died in a plane crash. Okay, so very little, did very little. Right. That sounds like she married. That's well, that, that's, I would that's give her a saying, two at least it. for marrying. She did something. <laughs> that's work. Marriage is work, as we as we just discussed. No, here's the no, here's the thing. I think if you marry money and you inherit it, that is less self. That is it has that has to be a two rather More than self made than 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 just being the born son, into it. Let's say the yeah. son just gets it. Right. Kate Middleton, more self-made than Prince William. Yes. <laughs> Can you give us more? Yeah. Give us more of what Taylor's, like the scores that people got. That's more interesting um, than okay. the money. How is Kylie Jenner a seven? I'm okay, still not I'll over tell that. You. This is how they label it. One, inherited fortune, but not working to increase it. Okay, fine. Okay. Two, the laziest fortune, possible person. <laughs> not, well, I don't know. I think smartest. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, two, inherited fortune and has a role in managing it. Okay. Three, a inherited- job from their dad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or like investing it in some way. Inherited fortune and helping to increase it marginally. And they have examples under these people, but it's not like people you guys, like we I know. I love how they give okay. so much more nuance between one and three than what's clearly between seven and 10, because they know people, the Forbes I people know. know people. these distinctions. <laughs> like Okay. Four, inherited fortune and increasing it in a meaningful way. This is a four. Do you know who this includes? Paris Hilton. Trump. Interesting. Trump. Okay. He Fair. didn't increase it. He lost it. Okay, okay, we're not whatever. getting into that. Okay. Yeah. Five, inherited small or medium-sized business and made it into a 10-digit fortune. So the difference between four, like the break is four, is like you're inheriting a fortune. So now you're inheriting a small or medium-sized business and made it into a 10-digit fortune. Six, hired hand or hands-off investor who didn't create the business. Meaning you, you just invested in something. Or hands-off meg whitman or steve balmer and this doesn't matter how much money you had to begin with because these are this is just the scale and where people could fall into it okay seven self-made who got a head start from wealthy parents and moneyed background why is that higher than six who's the hired hand why is seven higher than six I, that doesn't, doesn't make any sense make any sense i'm telling you kylie paid to, to change the seven <laughs> Oh, so this is Kylie, self-made, who got a head start from wealthy parents and moneyed background. I mean... But I don't understand why that would be higher yeah, than six, I, which seems much harder. No, maybe six means like, maybe six is, it's a family business that you become, that you like integrate yourself yeah. into. It's hired hand. It's not hired hand. It's not hired hand. I think oh. there's a typo. It's it's supposed to be you hired a hands-on, it's missing the word on, hands-on or hands-off investor who didn't create the business. So you're not, you didn't create this business. You just hired this investor and they built this business for you. I think that's the difference. Like I'm going to click this person. That sounds like Kylie. Meg Whitman is best known for taking eBay from 5.7 million to 8 billion in sales as CEO. Oh, she's the, oh, oh, oh. The person who is a six is the person who you were, you were hired and so you made like in a business. You're you the person they the business. hired. You're the person they hired. You invested in the business harder than seven. and made a shit ton of money for the business. 
Okay. Anyway. I don't understand how that would I don't be get this better than a family. Better than your family giving you a head start. Yeah. Then you automatically get the job. You still have to be qualified you know, to get the, the job. Meg Whitman was the CEO of Quibi. <laughs> she also ran oh. for president. Yeah. I was going to say nominated Whitman, Republican. You, did, you know this person. Anyway, I'm going to keep going because there's more people. Seven, self-made who got a head start from wealthy parents and moneyed background. Eight, self-made who came from a middle class or upper middle class background. So that's Mark Zuckerberg and Jeff Bezos. Okay. Probably Bill Gates. Nine, self-made who came from a largely working class background, rose from little to nothing. And 10, self-made who not only grew up poor, but also overcame significant obstacles. And that's George Soros <laughs> and Oprah Winfrey. Those are the examples. And Rihanna. And Rihanna. And now Rihanna. Okay, here's the problem with this scale. The distance that you have to travel yeah, between it gets in your life between in the 10 yeah. and 6 is so much further than the distance between 1 and 4. Like in terms of like the difficulty in life, like if this were an even scale, 5 would be what 7 is. Where it's like right. you got a head start from your parents, but you didn't. There should you be didn't a get day from that where we highlight nines and tens because those <laughs> are the only real. I think the nines and the tens, and maybe the eights. The eights, the eights through tens, I think, are the um, what are the, are the sweet again? spot. The eights are like you grew up in a middle class family, and now it's you're literally self. The title is self made score from silver spooners to bootstrappers. I think that's the scale it goes. What is by. eight? Eight is self-made who came from middle class or upper middle class background. Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Mark Zuckerberg. Bezos. I would put us in the eight, but in reality, I think an eight should be a six. No, no, this isn't about. This isn't even <laughs> just billionaires. Oh, okay. Like, but in reality, I think eight should be a six, like or a five. But on their scale, I their think scale that's what I'm saying. Stupid because the nines the and the tens are the really impressive people, and the eights are like kind of interesting. I don't get why seven is like Kylie is lower than. Mark Zuckerberg or like Matt, what do you mean why Kylie is lower Kylie didn't oh wait it's the opposite off. obviously obviously Kylie's higher. Are, higher is better I forgot but <laughs> I think okay, it was harder for Mark Zuckerberg to make Facebook than was for Kylie to create Kylie cosmetics to me, it's crazy to me that they're so close together that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what, what I'm saying, saying like yeah. the Mark Zuckerberg should probably be like a six and Kylie should be like a four but it doesn't really make any sense that there's so much that one, two, and three are also distinct when they're really basically like one and two are essentially you be the same. allowed to have the self-made title. I think unless you are an eight through ten, maybe a nine through ten, seven and below, you shouldn't be called self-made. I think right. That's not self-made. Anybody who's inherited their fortune, those aren't self-made. How is that yeah. self-made? Let's say two generations ago. There's a lot of people we know like this, like a grandparent had a successful business and now it's still going or they sold it and now the family has money. Like you don't live off of that probably, but maybe it gives you a job or maybe you have some paid cash that college. you can, paid for your college, you have some cash that you could invest to start your own business. Or now that's who a lot of influencers are. People who just have like those types of families where it's like just solid upper middle class money, like I don't know. I find it very bothersome that like even one and two have a distinction and that they even are on this list of self-made anything. Well, Rihanna deserves it. Yeah. And she is now on yeah. the list at 34, which is fucking crazy. Great job, Riri. Yeah. She kills it. I mean, it. she really has come a long way. It's kind of funny, this People article, like that when they introduce her, the quote, love on the brain singer 34 is worth a hefty 1.4. Why how, Why do they pick love on the brain? Right. Like, of who all even, the songs. Yeah. Like, why would that be the song you're choosing Umbrella. to like, identify Riri? <laughs> like, why that Breaking song? Breaking dishes. <laughs> Breaking dishes was in the show POTUS on Broadway that I saw. They That was... um. When did they sing play that? At the end, they they all sang it like in a medley. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, that was like the exit song. Next story, guys. What else is happening? Cameron Diaz is unretiring. I didn't know she retired. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> she like announced that she's retired, I guess, that she doesn't want to act anymore. She was in the and last she time she was in a film was in 2014 when she started as Miss Hannigan in the remake of Annie. It's been eight years and she is coming back to do a movie with Jamie Foxx. 
She was such a good rom-com star. She really like They're really that. trying to make rom-coms happen now. Rom-coms are making a massive comeback. And what's a good rom-com out no, now? No, they're, they're making them. Like I just saw Reese Witherspoon announced that she's doing a rom-com with Will Ferrell. There's the just Father there, of the Bride there, remake was pretty good. That was a I, I mean, it. pretty good is I enjoyed is it. A, <laughs> I don't like care if it's like amazing. Like I really enjoyed it. Fire Island is a rom com, which was right. really good. I didn't good. finish watching that. I, I really loved that. Fire Island. I watched it like three times in a row. One. I hope they make a bridesmaids, new bridesmaids type, qual high quality movie. That was like the last rom com that I feel like was really good. What if it were like a bridesmaids, but it was her second wedding? Who is Lillian's or Kristen Wiig? Or maybe it would be it was someone's second wedding in the. You could make it up. <laughs> you can make up a fiction you can movie. make up anything you want yeah <laughs> that's the point right yeah. right yeah like someone acts like a bridezilla at their second wedding it's even funnier oh such a good movie holy shit did you like barb and star i did i enjoyed it wasn't bridesmaids level oh speaking of people who are unretiring or people who used to be big in funny and good movies Lindsay lohan is married i know yeah good for her i wonder what she i wonder She's what's really going on back. there she has a lot of years ahead of her where she could really make a serious comeback. I hope she does. She was very, very talented. I think she's making a comeback. I saw she did an ad for like All Birds and she did some Mean Girls quotes in there. She has a new podcast, The Lowdown. I don't know if that's what I would want from her personally. I don't really want a podcast from Lindsay Lohan. I want her like in an adult version of The Parent Trap. <laughs> <laughs> she's the mom. I would love Lindsay Lohan in like movies or starting more beach clubs in vacation destinations. <laughs> Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Betch's co-founder, Aileen. And as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm gonna wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. 
Okay, the last thing I feel like we should talk about, it just happened yesterday, the Balenciaga show for Paris Fashion Week. It featured Kim Kardashian walking, Nicole Kidman, Dua Lipa as like the non-models, and then like Naomi Campbell, and then obviously like Bella Hadid, who's who's the model. But um, it was really kind of funny yeah. <laughs> because their dresses were so, first of all, their dresses were so wide and they couldn't fit, some of them couldn't fit through the hallways. And like, there's a really funny post about it, like on St. Hoax, where they're like, <laughs> the the narrow it's just like all very bizarre right like because the people in the background of the photos are like not dressed up like there's people in shorts and sneakers right and then you have like these people like walking in these like weird shoes they can't walk in right like i thought the yeah. shoes were weird where were they where was it held it looks like it was in, this a hotel is suite. in the ritz yes is in the ritz oh it was in a hotel suite it was in a hotel suite and it just like, Why I is that like Nicole a good place Kidman to showcase your clothing? I fucking love Nicole Kidman in it. But like the shoes were ridiculous. They look like clown shoes walking through. They can't walk. It was so derelict. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. That, that was when I first saw that, I was like, why are they like walking in a hotel? Like, I didn't understand that the show, that this was the show. I was like, wait, there's like very famous celebrities. How? in this hotel room is this definitely a hotel room i was so confused by it but at the same time that's the only show from paris fashion week that i've heard about so i exactly. think Balenciaga has like really good i don't want to say marketing but they do a good job of getting their brand out there in a way that it makes sense it's just like the whole vibe is all very like i guess they must have like a, a creative director that's just doing something new now, like with all black. Like if you look at their Instagram page, it's literally just all black outfits. Anyway, it's just very fun. Like Nicole Kidman walking around with like those like big glasses. Yeah. <laughs> they look like sort of like those big, like, you know, so like older people wear those glasses. Has Nicole Kidman become camp like entirely between this and the, and the AMC video. Yeah. And then her clapping, like just her she whole kind of is, she kind of is. Camp. She's great though. I still love her. Like, also. Yeah. Like her terrible accent in, um, in the Hulu <laughs> show. Yeah. That was so rough to watch, but she's also good it. in the undoing. But again, the undoing wasn't that great. If you're talking about like quality. So yeah, I guess she yeah, was we liked it at the time. I know we loved it because it's literally the only thing it was, it was to the like heart hang of the pandemic. on to. <laughs> it was just, this is a really funny show. Yeah. Well, any other thoughts on the fashions? Well, no thoughts on the fashions, but then they had an after party and then I saw all this celebs coming. I had coming. no idea any of this happened. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see Kim in like a black mask? I don't follow Kim. No, you don't have well, to follow her. You don't have like, to follow her. Where would I see her? Like on all the over like pop culture <laughs> news. And a mask? And other people's no. Instagrams. It's like a black. You'll now know you'll know it's her when you eventually see it. They had an after party, and like you see Kim's walking in, and then Emrata's walking in, and then like Mary Kate or Ashley is <laughs> walking in. And it's just kind of funny to imagine like Mary Kate or Ashley in the same room as Kim Kardashian because to me, they're so different types of people. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, but they it makes sense that they would be in the same room. How self-made would you consider the Olsons? Where would you put them on the scale? I would put them pretty high. They they grew up in like a kind of chaotic working class family, I think. I would put them at a 9. Right. I don't know their background, but well, just because they've been working like they were kind of like forced they're to They're self-made. Work. They didn't even yeah. like consent. They paid to for work. their own college that they dropped that's out true. of. <laughs> right, right. Well, they right, paid right. for it. They're allowed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think they're very self-made. Okay, so on Bravo by Betches, we posted a picture of Sutton is literally sitting across from Kim Kardashian at the Jean-Paul Gaultier show, which is kind of crazy because like Sutton, but she does wear couture. And then another thing I saw, which is really interesting on TikTok, was a video of like the Kardashian crew walking out of, I guess, the Balenciaga show, maybe another show. I don't know what it was. But you see like a woman with blonde hair, like Kim, supposed to be Kim first. She walks out, she has sunglasses on, she's walking out. Then there's like Chris and then whatever, security. And then the last person with no security is actually the real Kim Kardashian walking out with her black hair in like a sweat, like a jacket, like, and 
it was so intriguing to see because it was like a, a security because they're in Paris too. I'm sure I was thinking like, oh, maybe she's scared to be in Paris, blah, blah, blah. But it was like a, like she had a decoy Kim coming out first. That's very Taylor cool Swift's going in the box. Remember when she did that? <laughs> that, was the best. Yeah. that was the best news. When you're a self-made celebrity, you got to do what you got to do. You gotta- <laughs> <laughs> the best, the best news title, like the best headlines were Taylor Swift spotted being walked around New York, the streets of New York City in a suitcase. <laughs> yeah, that was truly the best. But anyway, that Taylor Swift's is an eight, I think. <laughs> Right, yeah, that makes we could look it up instead of writing people's age on like these articles. We should just write their score, self-made score, but not the Forbes score, the Betches self-made score, the Betches scale of self-madeness. Let me whenever we talk about anyone on this podcast, I think we should just preempt it with with that. I think she might even be a nine. I think she might. What did you say, Jordana? You said what about what was her score? score? Yeah, what was her score? I think she's an eight. And Sammy, what do you think? I think she might be. I don't remember what the parameters of nine were, but she's not working class. Working class is nine. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Seven. Middle um, class is seven. Okay, this is what Forbes gave her. No, she no, is no. an eight or eight. Middle class is eight, rather. That's what I said. Eight. Yeah, but she, she grew up on a Christmas pretty, tree farm. Upper right, but I thought she was pretty wealthy, and like her father was able to buy part of Big Machine. Like, I think, I think she's a little richer. He, he made than, money off of her, probably. Was it? Yeah, Christmas tree farms, upper middle class. I think if you invest well in your upper upper middle class, you could could purchase something. And I'm sure he got a good deal being the father of Taylor Swift. No, I. She was born. I or no, they she was born in Reading. Yeah, I would put. Yeah, I think eight. Well, I think she's she's an eight according to Forbes. So you guys agree with Forbes? Anyway, let's finish our show. This has been fun, guys. Hope you liked our therapy session in the beginning and um, our rankings, our rankings, our deep dive into Forbes ranking system. Also, guys, next week, I'm going to be in Austin for the You Up Live show. And if you are there, get a ticket. There's still some left. I'm very excited to see you guys. We're doing You Up Live. And then also in New York, August 10th, Sammy and Eileen, I believe, will be there. And that's also going to be an amazing show. So get your tickets now. Betches.co slash You Up Live. I'm really excited for the show. Are you setting someone up before it? I believe we are. The setups are really fun. They're a lot of work because you get a lot of flaky people who are like, yeah, I'm in. And then they're like, oh, I didn't realize I had to go to the show. I'm actually (laughs) going to be away that week. So then you have to start again. But it is, you know, we're putting in the work. It's going to be a great show. And um, I think we are going to be setting someone up, which was a really, really fun segment that Sam and Eileen already saw in LA. Obsessed. obsessed with that segment we could not stop talking about it i was telling jerry that literally like i just couldn't get it out of my head i was so excited about it. and there was like so much drama around it too. i wonder if they're still together or they're like, still dating. they were caught like making out canoodling <laughs> oh my god anyway, it's, so it. it's like it's like pure and uncontrolled and it's great. you don't like you, you Jordana, like, you and jared don't even know what they're gonna you have no clue what they're gonna say so it's surprising no. for so everybody so wait, Jordana, where do people get tickets again? Re- remind us. Betches.co slash you up live. We're going to be in Austin on Wednesday, July 13th. And we're going to be in New York on Wednesday, August 10th. And Chicago, we're going to be in at the end of the month, but that is sold out. So I'm sorry. And that's U-U-P-L-I-V-E. So that's it for this week's At Betches podcast. You can follow me at Aileen. You can follow me at Jordana Abraham. And I'm at Sammy. And be sure to rate, review, and follow our show on Apple or Spotify. Please leave us a review if you are so inclined. And we will talk to you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.